Hi, everybody. I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 12 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks, as always, to everybody who has subscribed, and especially those of you who have left a rating and a review in iTunes. Thanks also if you have followed me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for updates about the podcast and, most importantly, food pictures, because I definitely post pictures of all my meals from all the episodes of this podcast. I do want to read my most recent iTunes review, as I've done the last few times. This one comes from KD1236. Is it Kevin Durant? Probably not, but it's somebody named KD, so thanks for writing in. KD writes, Caps Lock, great show, fantastic. Mitchell knows his grub. That's the end of it. I don't normally go by Mitchell, but that's fine. You can call me Mitchell in this case. And Mitchell knows his grub could have been a good alternative name for the podcast. But uh, unfortunately, I already launched and I already settled on Mitch Eats Food. I think I'm going to stick with that. But KD, thanks for writing in. And you could be next. So please keep those iTunes reviews coming. They help other people discover the podcast and help build the audience here, which I love to see. So I've been traveling a lot lately. And those of you who follow me on Facebook and Twitter... Uh, probably already know that I was just in Vegas last week. I was actually there for the NHL team's inaugural home opener, the very first home game in the history of the new team, and actually did some food-related work for Sports Illustrated, our uh, SI Eats vertical. I wrote a whole food guide to the arena and got to meet the executive chef there who works at T-Mobile Arena, so that was fun, and I wrote a piece about the game itself and the city and what it was like being there, which I was uh, very happy with. But while I was there, I did make Time. It was a quick trip, but I made time for one meal that I knew I was going to do a Mitch Eats Food episode on. So I have to tell you about a place called Egg Slut. And yes, that is the name of it, Egg Slut, spelled exactly how it sounds. And it is in the Cosmopolitan Hotel on the Vegas Strip, which for those of you who are not familiar, it's one of the nicer hotels on the Strip, relatively new. I uh, don't know the exact year, but definitely within the last decade. So my brother lives in Vegas, and he lives on the Strip, and uh, I needed a place. I needed a suggestion for a, a quick spot. I could go for a relatively quick meal, and uh, that's pretty close to where he lives, and he suggested that I should check out Egg Slut in the Cosmo. So I went there on a Tuesday morning, and it definitely lived up, so I'll tell you all about it. It was uh, about a 9, 9.30 in the morning on Tuesday, so... Didn't think the place would be too crowded. It's the kind of place I know my last episode, episode 11, was also uh, like a meal, the one in Alexandria, Virginia, where you order at the counter and then they uh, give you your food and you go sit at a table. And this was a similar place. So I got there at about 9.30 on a Tuesday, not expecting it to be too busy. And you walk up and you see the counter and you see the tables and uh, it didn't look like a big line. So I thought, okay, this is great. It's just like a quick thing. It's not going to be super crowded. And then I got up to the front of the line and uh, surprise, there's actually uh, kind of a long line that sort of wrapped around a corner. So it's kind of funny looking because it's, it's a really nice hotel and they've got like these nice chandeliers and things on the ceiling. And then at Egg Slot, the line kind of wraps all the way around into this hallway and you're in this like random hallway. Uh, but, uh, as I think a lot of people know, typically when you have a place that has a long line, that means it's a place that's worth waiting for. And, uh, the line moved fast enough. It was, uh, like 25 minutes. So again, probably, uh, could have taken me longer to go get breakfast at a place where you sit down and you get served. Um, so here you're just waiting in line. And then once I got there to the front, uh, they were super quick about it. And it was literally, I think like 30 seconds, maybe a minute tops from when I ordered to when I actually was handed my food. So I have to tell you about the meal. The place is called Egg Slut, and they have two specialties. One is a special biscuit with uh, butter and syrup. The other specialty is just called the slut. And so I could have done the biscuit. I love a good biscuit. They had some good-looking sandwiches. 
But you're at a place called Egg Slut. I feel like you have to get the slut. I can get a sandwich any place, uh, even if it's really good. And, you know, if I was there for longer, if I was going multiple times, I would have loved to try one of these sandwiches. But I wasn't going to go to Egg Slut and not get the slut. So let me read the menu item here and tell you exactly what was in this meal. It is, for $10.50, I'll add, a cage-free coddled egg on top of house-made potato puree cooked in a glass jar topped with gray salt and chives served with slices of baguette. So you're hearing that, you're following along. It is literally what it sounds like. They gave me like a cardboard container and in the cardboard container were three slices of a sourdough baguette and just a glass mason jar filled with egg and potato and uh, gray salt and what did I say, chives? Yeah, there were some chives on top. And it's relatively simple. It wasn't that big, but it was really cool. I was kind of skeptical. It sounded awesome on the menu. And then uh, I ordered it. And I, again, I was a little skeptical seeing it and seeing what it looked like. But it was really cool. It was a very uh, different kind of meal. It's not something that I would have ordered if it wasn't the specialty at this place. But I'm really happy that I did because I got to try something new and kind of cool. So it comes and uh, the egg is really runny. Uh, it's like a nice runny yolk. <clears throat> and then the potato puree, basically it got thicker the farther down into the mason jar you went. So I guess there were a few different ways you could do this. You could just kind of like mix the whole thing into one, uh, uh, you know, big mixture. Or you can kind of eat it like from the top down in kind of layers. And I sort of started at the top. And then once I got halfway through, I kind of mixed it all in. But oh my god, I have to say, the first bite that I had was unbelievable. It was like the potatoes... They were so thin, the whole thing just like dissolved in my mouth. And it was like this, like unbelievable, I'm like a little bit uh, like hesitant, there's some trepidation. And I'm like, all right, let me just have the first bite. And then it just like disappeared and it was so good. And then at the bottom it was thicker and it was like not quite as thick as like mashed potatoes, but still just good and like with the runny yolk and even the gray salt, which I was like, okay, I don't know what uh, gray salt is compared to regular salt, but uh, it was, it was delicious salt. Uh, it just, it had a really nice taste. Like sometimes you just add some salt and it tastes like there's a little bit of, of seasoning. But this was like a stronger taste. Like you could definitely taste uh, like which bites had the most salt in them. And it was really good. And the sourdough baguette was also very good. It was uh, like sort of the perfect consistency of bread where the crust was uh, kind of crunchy and, uh, you know, give you a, a little bit of, you had to do a little work chewing it just a little bit. But then the dough itself was like perfectly soft and really good sourdough. So, uh, you know, obviously I ate it by like dipping the sourdough into the potato puree and uh, sometimes just like taking a spoonful and spreading it over and uh, just ate the two things together. So it was, uh, it was pretty small. It was not the biggest, not the most filling breakfast. Um, not the kind of thing that would fill me up for, uh, for the rest of the day. I might need a snack or, or, uh, or make sure that my next meal is a little bit earlier in the day. But um, for like a little taste of something good and for a nice uh, quick little meal, it was really good and kind of a cool idea, something that I haven't seen duplicated in too many other places. Um, they definitely enjoyed all of the puns and uh, jokes about, uh, you know, egg slut and the slut and you, it's a, it's a good place for, uh, you know, people watching and you overhear all the people looking at it and gawking at the menu and making the same five uh, lame jokes over and over again, which I won't make here because they've heard them all, I'm sure. But anyway, if you are in Vegas, I mean, there are like a million, uh, 10 million, 100 million places to eat in Vegas, and there are, also, there are so many good meals in that town. But if you happen to be in the Cosmo or you're swinging by or walking somewhere close and you need a cool breakfast spot, I would recommend Egg Slut because it was good. 
Again, there are a million places. And I'm sure I'll be back in Vegas, and this will not be the last episode of Mitch Eats Food from that town. Uh, but this was the meal that I had this time, and I'm very happy with it. So thanks to my brother Russ for the recommendation. That's going to do it for episode 12. And I know I keep updating the stat. I'm now at seven different states in my first 12 episodes, which uh, seems like a lot to me. I mean, I know I travel a decent amount, and especially, I mean, the summer, I've kind of been all over the place. But I think uh, this is part of why I wanted to launch this podcast is because I'm all over. And wherever I travel to, I always think about planning my trips based on meals. And it's nice to have a record of some of my best meals. So I I think I'm going to be back in New York City for a while now. And I have some fun ideas for some New York-centric episodes that are going to be coming in the near future. But it it has been fun doing some travel and uh, hitting seven different states here in the first 12 episodes. So thanks again to everybody who has subscribed. If you haven't, you can and should. You can search for Mitch Eats Food in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. You can write a review and leave a rating in iTunes. You you can tell me what you think. You can tell other people what you think. You can tell me where I should go next. The ratings and reviews, I really appreciate. They help other people find the podcast, which is always nice. And, of course, you can follow me uh, at Mitch Goldich on Twitter and Instagram. Search for Mitch Goldich on Facebook. You can see pictures of this meal and all other meals discussed. You can leave me comments. You can say hi. You can tell me what you think. You can also shoot me an email at MitchEatsFood at gmail.com. And tell all your friends because that's a fun way to get other people involved and checking it out and listening and giving suggestions. So thanks, everybody, and I'll talk to you again real soon. (laughs) 